Melissa. Hey, John John. Greetings. How are you? How is everybody? Always good when we start the music. Just doing a little dancing, a little chair dancing. Pretty fun. We hope you're doing it in your car or the supermarket or wherever you listen. We hope you're bopping along too. We hope you're embarrassing yourself in public because that's what we like to see. Yeah. All right. You guys can start talking at any time. I'm enjoying it again. <laughs> Hello. How, How have you weekend? been? It's Monday, President's Day, where we celebrate any other president other than the one we've currently got in office. I just saw that post on Facebook. Today we are closed. We are celebrating 44 out of the 45 presidents. <laughs> respect of. No, that's classic. Was, I like that. It was that. hilarious. Yeah, it was very cute. Uh, I think I stepped too far out of my comfort zone. I'm going to have to go right back in my shell a little bit. Wait a minute. Are we discussing a 5K? Yes, we Is that are. what you're talking about? There's a couple of things I did. So I'm, ta- I'm taking my life re-entry class, and this week was all about plugins, which are 5% steps you can take to get to any kind of goal, just getting out of your shell and not being in the stuck zone. So... um. I took Isaac to Dinosaur Shabbat on Friday night, which was, first of all, I volunteered, which I hate doing, um, as you know. I mean, what does that mean? That you brought juice? Or does that mean? No, I showed up at two o'clock and I helped three other people like set 200 places with styrofoam plates and forks and knives. And I helped pour grape juice from bottles into pitchers and... Then sat around on my ass because we got finished an hour and a half early. And why mm. go home when I just have to go get my kid right down the hall? So then I sat around, doodled around, got my new – I got a new membership card with an updated picture because what the hell else am I doing? Um, and then, you know, I went and got him and we had and we had a Shabbat. I, I, Isaac did – he enjoyed the Shabbat itself. He does not enjoy people in costumes. And so it turns out that the entire time he was like super anxious about being there because he didn't like the dinosaur. He doesn't like the dinosaur and the dinosaur costume. Okay, two things. One, I'm totally with him. I don't like people in costume, costume parties, it. It, masks, faces, clowns. They all freak the shit out of me, number one. Like number it. two, your son is almost exclusively in costume. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I, so I always see him in a mask and a cape. That is the strangest thing. I don't think he knew until I told him on Friday that there was someone in that costume. I think he thought it was real. Oh, okay. And therefore creepy. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, so creepy. He was like, yes. And I was like, you know, there's just a guy in there, like a like with a helmet. And he was like, there is? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I still don't like it. <laughs> and I was I'm like, totally okay, fair enough. Him. I'm totally fair with him. Enough. It's creepy AF. Totally creepy. Yeah, he's not into but, it. But, but so he does it. He does it because it's on his terms. He knows the cape, who the cape and the mask belong to. Okay, he's and so he's acting accordingly, I know. On my terms. So, yeah, so there was volunteering going on that day. I forget what I did Saturday completely. That's outside Jessica's box, ding. I don't have an outside <laughs> Jessica's box. I only have... Outside Melissa's box. That's because everything's... Because everything's in my box already. All right. That's a big so, box you got there. It is quite a big box. That's what I've heard. Um, <laughs> Ooh, it's roomy in here. 
Ooh, cozy, comfy, cozy. <laughs> hey, nice box. Thanks. <laughs> so anyway, uh, forget Saturday. Sun- oh, that's probably the day I volunteered. Just didn't tell anyone until Sunday night. Um, and then also yesterday morning, I took Isaac to Family Fun Day at the JCC, which is similar to volunteering in that I have to socialize with all his classmates' parents, which is nope. fine. It's just, nope. you know, it's outside my comfort zone. I prefer to sleep in, keep Isaac in his pajamas till after nap time, you know. The, eat eat you some know. pancakes and uh, yeah. Be sticky the rest there of the been day. A, I'm not going to lie. In the last two years, there have been at least, not a, a lot, but like three different dirty, he calls them dirty family days where we just stay in our pajamas all day. We're, we're going to be the dirty family. And he, and he loves it. He's like, you're dirty mommy. You're dirty daddy. <laughs> and I'm dirty Isaac. And he's like, Isaac, honey, you've got no idea. <laughs> you've got no idea how excited right you are. To be the dirty family. <laughs> We didn't do that, but like I, you know, I took him, I, I took him and Nate to the J and they got to do the bouncy house thing. And I saw my friend know me, which is fine, but I also exposed him to this kid in his school that is kind of a bully and he bullied him yesterday and that pissed me off. So then this morning I stepped out of my comfort zone to complain about it. So now I'm oh, like, really? after that, I was like, and back to bed for me. Let me go put my dirty clothes back on. I'm done with the comfort zone for now. I'm going to go ahead and slide right back into where I don't leave the house except to go pick him up. And I'm just going to, I've had enough of the outside world for now. I'm I'm cool right here for a while. Let's get back on the cell phone. Let's have my life via Skype and cell. Let's just stop. It's such a others. nice office. Why would you ever want to leave there? There is that. It is a nice office. It I'm is. enjoying it. Quite I know a we're bit. getting a view of it on Skype right now. It's lovely. I love it. I love it. Okay. So thank you. Wait, but that's that's not even hitting the big the big note of outside your box is committing to do a five K. I volunteered to do a five K and then invited people to donate to it so that I wouldn't punk out and they are. I've already raised like $1,100. Our whole $1,100? Our whole team goal was $500. I've already raised twice that and it's still coming which makes me enormously happy because Attack Addiction is an amazing organization and they support and help build sober living houses in Delaware as as well as do all kinds of like they have all kinds of town hall meetings and conversations about like how to help these people and what what to do and what to fix. So it's actually a really good organization that I've been meaning to help and volunteer anyway. So if this is the way I can do it is by inviting people to help me not punk out of a 5K, then so be it. Well, you don't have to run but it. You just have to walk it. I'm walking and with Laura, my sister-in-law. And the reason why I decided to do it is because Cam, Emily's boyfriend's mother, Liz, mm-hmm. was like, "Do you did you want to do the Attack Addiction 5K? And I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, well, you have to sign up tonight. Otherwise, it's more expensive. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then she was like, yeah, Cam and George and I are doing it. I'm like, oh, all three of you are doing it? And she was like, yeah, we did it last year, too. And I was like, oh, did it last year, too? And now other people are <laughs> running for my daughter besides me. And it kind of made me feel like a shit heel. Well, we can join you. I could bring the kids and we can join you. Oh, Melissa, that'd be amazing. 
I think Carrie said she might help come too if she can. I can ride a scooter along. It's only Carrie will run though. It's only she will run. Mallory and Ethan can run too, but I would walk mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, I would. I would ride a scooter, okay, cool. or you guys could pull me in a cart, one or the other. Do you uh, have a it, horn on your scooter? I don't have a scooter. I thought I could just get a scooter and just. <laughs> it's three point ten miles. Is what a five k is. Three point ten. Yes, it's almost four miles, and right. I think I walked that the other day at Universal. So I feel like if I can do that, it took me 10 hours because we stopped and did stuff. But like it was like 12,000. St- it was like twelve to 15,000 steps that day. So I feel like how bad could it be? She said. Right. How bad could it be? It, I mean, it takes a runner a half hour. I mean, I know how long it takes me to get to the JCC. That's in a mile. But you're going so to train a little though, right? You're going to. Of course not. You're yeah, train a little. Yeah. Fucking train a little, yeah. A little. I mean, some walking. Right. Very little. Stop. It's four Carrie, miles, man. See, so I was planning on going to the gym this morning. Carrie was like, no, we'll FaceTime and do it. And then we kept missing each other. So I didn't get to train today. But mm. tomorrow I'll go to the gym. Very good. I didn't see her this morning either. We were in Connecticut and we left. Stuart likes to hit the road early because you never know what's going to happen on the road. And he said, I have to get you home to record. I'm like, I got time. It's okay. No, no, no. We'll get you. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. So I missed her this morning as well. I love her family. We have some really, really good friends. And I'm very grateful for each and every one of them. And I don't want ever for them to think I'm not. So I'm just going to keep shouting it every, I don't know, five or six days. So everybody knows it. Mm. Very lucky. You love your friends? That um, I... I consider you guys family. I mean, I really do. You're, you are my family. You're the family I chose and not the family who ditched me this weekend. I, for n- I agree with that. For no apparent reason with no answers or just sorry we That's can't bullshit. come. That's some horse pucky right there. <laughs> so who does I, that? It's I redirected cool. my weekend plans and I, I spent time with some, some fun people. I met uh, our mutual friend's boyfriend and that was lovely and saw their kid. It's just so nice to my kids don't really have yeah. cousins. They've got two cousins and, and we don't see them. So to be able to get together and see these people who my yeah, friends nice. made grow up. I it's agree. like it's like when Jessica posts pictures of Isaac and I see completely Scott's face and <laughs> I say, hello, Scott. And then she tells me a story about something that he did. And I say, hello, Jessica. Um, I just love seeing my friends in these little people. And it's, it's pretty awesome to watch because you are, which just makes me think, what am I that my parents look down and say, oh, that's me. Like that's just. You, I, I mean, yeah, I see you and your kids too so much. Mostly Ethan. I don't know how good that is. Physically, right? Like Freeman face, you see? I think Ethan might be... No, Mallory seems so much the extrovert like your husband. And Ethan is kind of like, what's up, peeps? <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. That's, you. All right, so that's me. Okay, I get it. I get it. That was a double middle yeah. finger with the what's up, peeps. So yes, that's... Yeah. He's too cool for school. That's okay. And that's you. And I like hopefully, it. Yeah. That's what I like about you. And also what I like about Stuart is that he's eternally optimistic and happy to be around everyone it's obnoxious as you fuck, like that i, I was just like gonna it. say you like i that, like that huh? it's him and not you oh it's so not me <laughs> but i think he's a good balance to me by being so thank god maybe something if you married great another one of you, you guys would be but you, but you would have two grumpy cats yes and we'd never leave the house everything would just be delivered right it's that would be it that that whole sound Rawr. that face the whole yeah not having it but yeah, he said, I said, all right, what's for dinner? He said, we can go out. I'm like, yeah, we could bring in too. 
Because yeah. clearly nobody's cooking. We just came home today. Clearly. What are you cooking tonight? What are you not cooking tonight for dinner? <laughs> Maybe. That's why um, I asked Melissa. What's the PJ Wellahan's what? just opened oh, up the street? A we just got a PJ Wellahan's. Yes, yeah, so maybe good. we'll go there for some loaded tater tots and uh, big, and big salad. You know what's better and more fattening than tater tots when they're loaded? Yeah, the cheese, the white creamy stuff they put on top, and just a dusting of crunchy bacon. Really, just uh, the bacon it, is what's important. You know, Nathan tried to bring a BLT into the J yesterday. No, <laughs> I was like, why did you get a BLT? I took him to Wawa. I was like, of all the things to get. Why would you get that? And he was like, what? It's bacon. I'm like, it's the Jewish community center, numb nuts. What do you it's mean? It's a tuna day, buddy. Can't have bacon. You can't have kosher. bacon. It's not kosher. Oh, I didn't know that. No bacon. That's the only really, I mean, honestly, if he'd have brought a cheeseburger, it would have been fine. Well, it wouldn't have been ha- great, but it would no, have been but fine. It's, it's the actual pig that you can't. You can't eat the pig. The pig is your friend, not your At food. all or just? I don't know if he's your friend, but he's not kosher. Cloven hooves. You can't. No cloven hooves. So no like, hooves. what about no, deer? No live long and prosper animals. Huh? Right. What about deer? Deer have cloven. What's cloven no. hooves? Yeah, you got it. First of all, I don't think deer have cloven hooves. Oh, yeah, hooves. they do. I think they're yeah, like they're, this. They're, no, no, they, have, they do. They're split apart, right? They're, yes. Yeah. They're yeah, not deer kosher do. then. And also no bottom dweller, bottom feeders. So no shrimp. shellfish No either. shellfish. You're right. No crab, no lobster, no shrimp. <sighs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we eat it. I mean, obviously, or he wouldn't have gotten a BLT. It's just that he tried to bring it into. It's like you know. You don't so what happens it's is like, like, like to, you catch on fire. What happens is someone <laughs> sees it, and then they'll probably tell someone who's running the family fun day like that. And they'll shame you. Got a BLT, and they'll just ask him to throw it away. Probably they'll shame you. Really? They'll but I wasn't your, gonna they, let him bring it in there. They pull your Stupid. pants down and they point at you and they laugh. That's how they it's do. Like it. Isaac when I. Like when I pack his lunch, it can only be a dairy lunch. You can I cannot pack him a turkey sandwich. It has to be all dairy because the other thing about kosher is milk and meat together. So this then they have people checking that. Like if if they pull out your sandwich, you have I mean, somebody. Not really. Yeah, the teachers. Yeah, I mean the teachers pull his lunch out, and if it like for example, if it has peanut butter, you definitely can't have it just in case there's a peanut allergy. All right, we got a peanut butter violation. We got a turkey in room 103. A turkey in room 103. I feel like if you went there for that event and you just sat there and you ate, nobody would come by with a red, a yellow flag and throw it at you. But it's just in the classroom. You don't want to, you just don't want to bring it in. You know, pig doesn't belong in there. Yes, I packed tuna. Tuna is very successful. Mac and cheese, pasta with marinara. I'm sure he's disgusted by all of it at this point. You're making me hungry. Oh, now you're making me hungry. We talked about the cl- listen. If I'm going to do a book, I need to know: is it clitoris or clitoris? I always said, I always Sue. heard clitoris. Well, I always heard man in a boat, but well, because clitoris likes Dolores, right? Because right? exactly, Dolores. yes. From Seinfeld. I say clitoris, and I say it as often as I can. <laughs> <laughs> we have a friend named Clit, so that works. No, we have a crit. friend named Crit. <laughs> not you have a friend named Clit. <laughs> I called her Clit for so long, I forgot. That's not right. I only called her Clit. <laughs> that is not right. Yeah, but it's Glitter. funny. Um, that's what matters. 
Yeah, Jessica yeah. had a rough since we didn't record last. Did we talk about last? Yeah. We did not. Yeah, you did yeah, not. Yeah, we talk, did. Did you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, right. We told her about the dumpster fire that was my panel. Oh, okay. And you know what? I remembered after I talked to you guys, there will be video footage of it. Oh, I gotta see that. There's gonna be like they videotaped every every uh, session, every session. Thank you. And so we'll have video of it. I'm super excited to show you the actual dumpster fire, so I can get even more sympathy than i've already gotten well i was talking to a mutual friend of ours that was actually at the event and he's very kind and you know he does my session yeah yeah well he he heard about it. he wasn't there and i was talking to him about it last night and you know he's not one of those guys that use foul language and he looked at me and he goes oh that guy's a dick and i was like told (laughs) you Wow. Everyone I told when I left that panel, they were like, who was it? When I told them who it was, they were like, that guy's such a dick. Because Mark said the same thing. He goes, who was it? I told him who it was. He goes, that guy is a dick. And I had to get on the phone and tell him he was a dick. And to stop being oh, a wow. dick or he couldn't be our client anymore. Yes. And I was like, damn. Right. And then two days ago, he sent me another text. And he's like, he's being a dick again on Twitter. And you know, it's funny to me. because I found out also that certain people can use certain terms around Jessica and it's acceptable, but not, <gasps> not me. No, that's not true. It was just in this case. <laughs> the big C word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, we told you about that, right? Mm hmm. Right. Yeah. And I tried using it today twice, and, and I got the, I got the face. What face is that? The one with the uh, slit eyes. and that's the, the, str- Yeah. When you have the slit eyes and the slit mouth, that's supposed to be the face of. Right, like that that didn't go over well, or that was inappropriate, or I can't believe you just that's did that. That's my Emily, that's my Emily womp womp face. Exactly. Womp womp. So, I was just, I was just testing the waters. I see, I, I failed I mean, immensely. I think it's appropriate to tell someone to be a cunt when they're about to insult <laughs> people for a half hour. Okay. Well, when does that ever but, happen? When, I missed my I opportunity. This morning that you hold on. But what was I doing that you told me to do? I this like morning? that you dipped like, your toes in the water of cunt. That's that's my favorite part of the story. How you phrased it that you were you're just going, dipping your toes in the water of cunt. You were anxious about going to the dentist. Oh, yes, he wanted me to be a cunt to the dentist. I didn't say that. And I was like, be one to the dentist. I just said, you know, how did that go? Your dental visit? I didn't go. I canceled it because I didn't feel like going. Again, too far out of my comfort zone. That counts. But that's that what you, you have to go and you've had issues. I, and you, It's not an appointment. It's to redo the crown that they've already redone twice. I don't want them to do it anymore. I want a new dentist. I, I have an amazing, guy. I have an amazing yeah, dentist for you. Can you move to Wilmington so that your referrals can mean something? That would be no, great. No, he's in Malvern and you can do it. You Malvern's not it. in Delaware the last time I looked. That's Hold on, let me look. Far to go to the Why dentist. does your dentist need to be I get in network but or insurance but not in state? Why does it have to be in state? It doesn't have to be in state except for the fact that it's not convenient to go to Malvern for the dentist when I have 3 in a 1 mile radius. But if yeah, none but they of them are suck any good. And mine is awesome. Yeah, mine's awesome. I didn't say none of them. I said the one I go to right now is not good. I don't know if the rest are good. I've not tried all the dentists, just the few that I tried. <laughs> I've not tried by the time oh, you find out, you'll be like Mom's Mabley. You'll have no teeth. And you'll be like, blah, 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 with the... The last dentist I had, I loved her so much. Her name was Dr. Radio. She actually donated to my 5K and because she, she's friends with me on Facebook. She has um, pictures of I Love Lucy all over the walls. And then when you go back in the chair, she made some tiles on her ceiling be like the sky and clouds. So why don't you go to her? And then also in her waiting room, she has like soothing sounds of the ocean. How did this breakup happen? How did you break up? She doesn't take my insurance anymore. Oh. 
Well, it's terrible. I know. Dr. Erin Radio on Falk Road, if anyone does have her. How about that? She's the dream. She's so sweet and wonderful. Listen, if you have to pick your nose, just turn your camera off. You don't have to. Or teeth or something. She had to do, do something. A whole thing. Hey, you can turn your camera off real quick. You That's I don't know. gross, and I don't do that. Well, I'm sorry. I just assumed you did. No, I don't. I don't do that. Do what? Pick your teeth? Pick her nose. Pick oh. my nose. Everybody in picks public. their nose. Oh, in public. There we what? go. I was going to say. <laughs> in public is the key Wait, word. Right. Keyword. Exactly. So, Jessica, I have um, a topic for you today. And, John, I have yes, a topic Yes, today for we're us. talking about a, a very exciting topic, which I have a lot to say about. Well, today's topic is about apologies and saying you're sorry. And do I'm sorry's work? Are they effective? No. Uh, <laughs> well, my favorite, I'm sorry, is I'm sorry, but, which is like the opposite of I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but you're a dick. Or I'm sorry, but you left this on the counter. So if you didn't want it to break. That's not really an I'm sorry. That's Correct. The, but I'm, I'm asking on a bigger scale, not I'm sorry I broke fault. something of yours, but I'm sorry I've wronged you. I know family-wise you've been wronged. But then I like what happens is the other one to go along with that is I'm sorry that I'm sorry that it actually turns the table and puts it back on you again. I'm sorry that you don't understand. I'm sorry that you got upset. That's my trick for apologizing. You just outed me. There you go. My normal trick for apologizing is I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry that you're upset. I'm sorry you can't control the situation. Sounds like you're talking to Isaac. Are these all for Isaac? No. No, they're works. mostly for Scott. Oh. Does he punch you in the face after the third one? Because no. I'm winding up now. <laughs> Jeez. Well, here's the thing. I, I am classically, what bothers me about both the men that I've married is that classically they say, I never apologize when I'm wrong. But here's the thing. I know for a fact that I do because as it a person hurts. with ADHD... I know that I have a lot to apologize for, and I just got comfortable real early with apologizing for when I screw up. The problem is that I screw up so rarely that, yeah, a I'm lot so of close to perfect that. Fault. And when I say it, I don't even mean it. I'm just saying it to get out of it. <laughs> just it's I'll throw them around. Sorry, sorry. Oops. Sorry. I mean, I'm. The other thing, so the first time around with my marriage, I wasn't sorry because I was always angry at him for not being who I wanted him to be, which is, that is technically my fault, but I couldn't apologize for that necessarily, at least not then. I could certainly do it now, but he doesn't care anymore because it's been 20 years since we've been married. So, I mean, I just never apologized to him because he was always screwing up, but I shouldn't have expected him to be somebody totally different. With Scott, the reason he's always upset is something that he has taken and made into something else. And I'm not going to apologize for that. So that's why I end up saying, I'm really sorry you feel this way. And I understand how you feel. And that you've turned that situation around to make, again, yourself a victim when you're not. But okay. Well, right. Or I say, I'm really sorry you're upset. And that wasn't my intention. Oh, that's that a good usually, one. That smooths things over better than... I'm Any sorry I ones. made you feel this way because right. I was a communications major. I will drop dead before I say, I'm sorry I made you feel anything. I will never, ever, ever, ever say that. And I will never say you always or you never in a, in a marriage because you're definitely not going to be 
going in any good direction if you say you always or you never. That's bad. Um, so yeah, so the apology thing is funny. Yeah, when it comes to kids, I'm much more like, I'm sorry you're angry, but let's go. So are you holding any grudges? Like, do you have, uh, I have Many. grudges against your family right now. So I have outside of your house, but like, who wronged you Which and are you holding this family? grudge? And would it make a difference if they say your uncle? And if they say, I'm sorry, oh, or right, yeah. I mean, if what grudge? So there's to that whole thing. To my uncle who sued me for my mother's inheritance. Um, yes, I hold a grudge. It has now passed on to the rest of the family who allowed it to happen and still want me to come and like Ooh, so it's do spreading. family occasions. Well, they, well, my, just my grandmother is always like, how come you can't just get past it? I'm like, why didn't you tell him not to do that? It was a hundred thousand dollars. It's all my mother left us. Why didn't you tell him not to do that? You could have just told him not to do that. You're his mother. It's that flesh-eating disease that's spreading through your family. I didn't want to get involved. I'm like, you don't want to get involved with him, but you want to get involved in telling me to come to parties. That's how you want to get involved is by bossing me around, but not him. How's that make sense? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it has now bled over into her brothers and sisters and her mother. But, like... Is there anything he could do? Could he say, I'm so... Could he... You know what he could do? Give me the $50,000 back for me and $50,000 back for my sister. That's what he could do. And then I would consider things be under the bridge. Yeah, fifty grand. That moves a lot of water under the bridge. It does move a lot of water under the bridge, and that's what it took away. So They say that it takes, you know that ridiculous, it takes far more energy to, to hate and to hold a grudge than it does to let it go and forgive. And that, well, that's the thing. I'm more like, where does for now? Yeah, now give a shit. I have one family member that I kind of do have a gr- I never thought about it, but I do. And it's been 16 years. Wow. And it was over the death of my father and her putting her nose in business that didn't belong. It's always over death and money, isn't it? That's that that drives yes. a wedge in the Almost family. Always. Death and money. It's the same I thing. I mean, yes and no, because I, I do feel like also that if I did get an apology and I had to deal with that side of the family again, I would be asking for so much drama that I don't really want. So it's easier to just cut off that that sick limb and let it go and then just hope like the swamp thing, you grow it back in another way, like the friends and family, you make family and and just to fill fill that hole. Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, like, I'm currently annoyed with my husband's stepfather, like, almost every other day, he does something insulting or stupid or hurtful. And I just have to let it go or Isaac's never going to see his grandmother. I have to let it go no matter how offensive or stupid or annoying or hurtful it is. Laura can't let it go. And they end up not speaking for like six months. But I can't do that to my son. So I have to just suck it up and hope he doesn't come over. So this is all family. Have you ever felt that way, that that anger, that resentment, that grudge, that, are you fucking kidding me, with friends? Yes. Yes. But I do think it's very easy to cut off a friend that's that you thought was a friend. Because actually when that, that comes down to, perhaps when something like that happens, they're not your friend. Yeah, but what if you thought for, I, I have a friend mm-hmm. with whom I have been like sisters since the seventh grade. 
We did youth group activities together. We did nifty. We did all this stuff. We were tight as can be. Um, I had kids. She had kids. We were far away. And when I planned my kids' B'nai Mitzvah, I, you know, they give you the date two and a half years ahead of time. Everybody yeah. that mattered knew with ridiculous amounts of time with plan, they're all part of planning and thoughts and what what's going into it. Can you believe we're doing a dance? We're doing this. We're having this party. We're, and as the invitations went out, she said she couldn't come. No excuse at all. Actually, she didn't even RSVP. I had to chase down the RSVP. I just assumed she and her husband were coming. And it was a no. And I was kind of devastated. I was kind of thinking... I clearly what could possibly don't, be more important. I clearly don't mean to you, A, what you mean to me or what I thought I meant to you. Like, how could I have been so wrong about our friendship? And how could you not care? Yeah, this exact thing happened to me when Emily died, as a matter of fact. So what you're asking is if she apologizes, can you get over it? Probably not. Well. Because of what you just said, because. I think it just changed everything. Because you now realize that you don't mean to that person what they meant to you. And that is much stronger than any kind of, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel I that I couldn't way. have, right? I couldn't have meant that much to her. I don't, right. I don't know about that. There's certain things in your life that happen that doesn't mean that you don't care about somebody. It means that you can't. And again, I'm not saying this is, this is what happened to you and your friend. But for me, my biggest thing is like death. I don't do death well. I hate it. I hate the whole thing. I don't know what to say. It's really uncomfortable. You go there, your heart, your heart's breaking for the person. And me, I believe it or not, I don't know what to say. And I'm terrified of opening my mouth and saying the wrong thing because I've done it before. Because <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Just yesterday. You d I don't know. And one of my biggest things is like when I'm uncomfortable, the first thing I go to is humor. And in a situation where there's death and grieving, humor is the last thing that you need. Well, not for Jessica, not for me. But yes, in the gen pop, that's yeah, not your go-to. Yeah, you did go okay when Emily died, I think. But you did avoid me, I noticed. I, I, just, I Because I don't, what do you, I don't know. My heart broke. When I heard the news, I could feel the blood drain from my face. I was like, I almost passed out. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I couldn't call. I, I was afraid that, you know, if I called and talked and said something. But then we did talk. And then it was funny because yeah. you went to humor. And then it was okay for me because what happened about that was that was when we got the story about the chickens. Because I said to her, hey, how you yes, doing? I'm so sorry. And she goes, do you want a chicken? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because we all brought chickens. We all sent chickens. We all brought chickens. There were chickens Seven everywhere. Chickens. And it totally disarmed me because then I had to think, what's the right answer here? Is she offering me a live chicken? Is it a dead? Chi is it a cooked chicken? I, all she said was, do you would you like a chicken? And I went. Because I didn't know what to do with them all. I know, but it was that there wasn't the thing like I got. You didn't say I got a lot of chickens and I don't know what to do with them and they're going to go I bad. Know, Can I give you one? You just went. On my mind. Would you like a chicken? And I automatically, my whole mind, because I'm already nervous and everything, my whole mind went, "What is the right answer here? I need more information. I'm afraid to ask a question." So, you know, then you started telling me, and then we started laughing back and forth, and it broke the ice. Well, first of all, we're talking about. 
a joyous rite of passage, not her children dying. So there shouldn't be a good I there shouldn't be a good excuse as to why they're missing that. But also So wait, you're saying she was afraid to disappoint me or afraid to say something? He's saying sometimes you don't show up and you don't say why. Well, my brother didn't have an explanation Kesley with me this weekend, and he's still my brother, and I will shake this off and I'll be fine and will be fine. Aren't you used to him being a little bit uh, unpredictable, though? He is definitely unpredictable, but his family isn't. They were they should have just come without him. I don't I don't know anything. It's still it just happened. So I don't know any information. And I just wanted yeah. to make sure everybody was OK. But but I mean, John, you are right. Everybody deals with shit differently. But you have to feel it out like, you know how you want. And now we know what you want. <laughs> so the podcast about us now we're now all everyone prepared listening knows what you to want, leave you the perfect. fuck alone. But for, for Jessica, well, for our friend that we were talking about before, whose husband passed away, she wanted to be surrounded by people. So over the course of five, six months, people would just keep being there, you know, and then slowly we faded away. But it's whatever that person needs. And the only way, unfortunately, to find out what they need is, is to, to say, is there anything I can do? Yeah. Or for you, just send a text that says, so profoundly sorry, I'm here. Thinking about you. Thinking yeah. about you. I'm here. But it's it's funny because, it's, you know, a lot of people will judge you. I've lost friends because I didn't go to their, fun- their, their parents' funeral. I lost friends because I just couldn't, I couldn't muster it. I couldn't go. I've, I drove to the place. I got into the parking oh. lot. I sat in the parking lot. I couldn't go in. I just couldn't go in. And I lost friends over this. That's, that's when a, I know you want to get rid of mail altogether, but that's when a handwritten note that says, I wanted to be there for you. But with my history, I just couldn't be there. Is I, I would still like to be there for you. Do you want to go out for coffee? You want to meet for breakfast? I, mm. I want to be there for you. But a funeral is not a way that I could have been helpful to you. And a handwritten note that shows up in the box that you consider your enemy is the perfect way to do that. The same way that initial text is a great way to not commit and not be face-to-face and not have to speak to and just say, I'm here if you need me or for anything. The thing for me is that I don't cry. Okay, so that's one of my big things is I don't, for some reason, I don't cry. Not even when the Eagles won? Uh, not even when they lost. But what I'm saying is that when <laughs> I go to funerals, I have this uncontrollable urge to cry, and I don't want to cry in front of anybody, so I can't go. I mean, I just remember my my fr- one friend, I know, my one friend's father used to <laughs> come dumb. to all the- I don't know it is, it is, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with that's you. ridiculous. It is. So my one friend's father used to come. To like the funerals and you know when people would die he would walk in as soon as he would walk in he'd be go he would just start bawling and i'm like i never want to that do would that. make me laugh if every time i went to a funeral he was there hysterical crying no matter how close he was to the person that would make me laugh yeah so and i remember when you know he he passed away and i said what i said to my other buddy i said well at least he's not crying again you want to apologize or you want to be there for the person but sometimes you feel like you're going to be more of a spectacle than a John, I didn't, person. I didn't know you when Emily died. Did you go to the memorial? I did not. Did For not. the same reason. <laughs> More of a different reason. That was different. Yeah. yeah it was a different so reason. Jessica did, well, they all really took the air out of that uncomfortable sale with humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it really just depends on the person and, and who they are and how you know them and, and all that. But a, f- a friend's brother, the youngest, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, these are tragedies you're talking about. These Absolutely. are horrible tragedies. So it's a, it takes a very special person who during that tragedy could inject humor into a memorial and make that, make that who, beautiful. Me? Who? Yeah. Me? 
Now, um, but what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and with my mother, you know, it was the same thing. When my mother just passed away, it was the same thing. I had to get up there, but then I had to get up and speak, which was tough. But again, yeah. knowing my mother, because I have her sense Literally. of humor, I got up and I spoke, and I had people laughing because it's the only thing I know. Yeah. It's the only thing I know to do to deflect. There's always an icebreaker at every funeral. Like when when my cousins were Paul bearing for my mother, um, one of them was losing a ton of weight at the time, and his pants fell down. He was like pantsed. That's amazing. While he was carrying my mom and my aunt had to run after him and pull his pants up because you can't just hold up a coffin with one hand and your pants with the other. You have to use both hands because it's so heavy. So that should happen at every funeral. That's that should happen. One person, just one person drop trowel on the way out. I think all the pallbearers should have to drop pants and do the penguin out to the hearse. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, I went. Yeah, Stewart's coworker, her, his, um, his wife's father died recently, and we went to the funeral. It seemed like we were going to them pretty frequently, um, and I didn't know him, but the grandchildren got up and spoke, and everybody spoke, and we were just, I, I feel your pain. Like I don't want to cry in front of people. I didn't know this man. I went to support our friends. Mm-hmm. I went so they would see a face of somebody who cares about them. And then yeah, you send, we and if you were Jeanine Jewish, thing. you would send food. That's what you do. You send <laughs> right. food, yeah, but not chicken. Much. Not a ch- well. I think normally that would be welcome. People just always, not all the first day. So I know several clergy who sit with people on their deathbeds, and they hear their comments, and they always say, "What's that?" I ne- I never hear anybody say they wish they had worked more, right? But they also say. And no one ever says on their deathbed, I wish I had stayed angry longer. <laughs> right? Because it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it kind of eats your kishkas out. Like it's a, it's a. Kishkas means your guts, by it, the way, John. Just, gotcha. I, I was, I was doing a little. For the goyim. Idi- My mom also used to say, uh, no, that's gotkas. Sorry, you're right. Kishkas. Like it, it, it just eats you from the inside. That anger, that that disappointment, that so so with a friend. So you're you can saying let it go you're by. over it. I'm, I'm se- so what I've done. I actually did something, which is spiteful. Oh no, it's not spiteful. <laughs> we'll be the I judge. Saw, no, I saw, <laughs> I saw a T-shirt that reminded me of her, and I got it. And I mailed it to her. What are you doing? I know. I don't know how to say I'm really, I'm so disappointed by you, but I'm disappointed by me for thinking. But here's a t-shirt. So here's, here's, here's a peace offering. Let's just leave it at that. I don't want to, I don't want to engage. What peace offering? Why would you have been, why would she have been angry at you? She wouldn't have been angry at me. But my point is I am tired of being angry with what she did. I'm done. I'm letting go of of the, I can't fucking believe you're not going to be there when I throw this celebration at this accomplishment that my shitheads have totally busted their asses to do. And I've never been so proud of my kids. Like, I I just, they wrote uh, from from their own heart and they spoke and they, not just like the Hebrew part, that's wrote, memorization, whatever, but what, their connections to she's not there for that you're a sister to me and now i think i'm nothing to you so i i am letting it go I'm so i have trying. several friends that made me feel that way and rather than buy them a t-shirt and send it in the mail 
The first time it happened to me, I was always trying to make plans with this person. They were always too busy. Then they invite me to their bridal shower where all these other girlfriends are like, our Tuesday night this. And remember when we were always doing that? And oh, we talk every day. So I just didn't go to her wedding. Didn't tell her why. I just didn't go. And then, um, and I haven't spoken to her since. And then, oh, So you're on the other side of my dilemma. You're on the side where you didn't go and didn't tell me why. I didn't need to tell her why. Um, she ran into my husband at, um, they worked at the same bank. She ran into him and he probably implied why I didn't want to go. And she, I, she's just acted like she understood, I guess. But I don't know if she did. And that friendship's um, over? That's done? We're done there? Over. Because she was like a sister to me. And how could you blow me off for years and act like I wasn't good enough to be your friend? And here you have all these other people that are, you know, she was my bridesmaid. And, okay. and, and then nothing. And then the second time was when Emily died. I don't even remember if I got a card or anything, like maybe one phone call from each of them in a year. And then I think this was around Christmas or maybe it was, I don't remember. It was probably around Christmas. Or maybe it was the summer. I don't even remember when it was. It was sometime last year. They were doing this whole, you remember Fire Marshal Bill? Oh, of Who course. Used to make this face? Of course. Well, they used to think it was hilarious when I made that face and- once in a while, they would send a little text around with that face. The first time it happened was New Year's Eve, eight days after my daughter died. And then it was like the goo face and like, ha, ha, ha. I wish you guys were here. Blah, blah, blah. Second time was like a couple months later. The third time was in the summer. It was. So it was the summer. And that's when I was like, you know, maybe I would find this a little funnier if any one of you called me to ask me how I was doing because my kid died. Hello? Yeah. My kid died. And then I kind of ruined that whole text scenario. And then one of them called me and said she was sorry. She didn't mean for it to be that way. And we were just old friends keeping in touch. I'm like, I guess I thought it was more. And so that's <laughs> that. And then, you know, the other two, one, another one called me the next day to tell me she was sorry, but she felt like because I was posting about it so much on social media that she felt connected to me even though she wasn't giving the connection back how would i know that was, how would i have any concept was a reasonable of your feeling? enough explanation but i also was thinking hey you know what this is this the final straw because what's happening what are you laughing about john sent a copy of a t-shirt that i could have sent to her but i didn't it says oh. she swallows <laughs> <laughs> that's clever um, these are also people who didn't come to my wedding, didn't come to my bar mitzvahs, didn't come to my baby yeah. showers. So why would they come to my funeral? And to me, it was just like, well, now I know how you really feel about me. Thanks. That's, but that's, isn't that just so sad? I mean, I just find that so sad. Well, but should I get over it and send them a t-shirt and say sorry when I didn't do anything no, wrong? No, my t-shirt, my t-shirt didn't say I'm sorry. It was something she used to say all the time. It was a phrase. And is it something that I... Oh, so then I get a text from her you that says... You did it as a way of letting go. I don't want to let go. I'm just done with the friendship. Well, that's, I don't care. That's the whole question, really. Well, she wrote me. She texted me when she got it. She said, I got this t-shirt. It's so lovely. It's so nice. I know something's not right between us. You think? Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know how to make it better. Do you, no. have, a do you have a time machine? <laughs> do you have... Do you have respect for our friendship? Do you have a... Do you think so she just was so oblivious that that upset you? No, because I think at the time I said, I think I said to her, I haven't got, I think maybe through an email, I haven't gotten your response. I just want to make sure that you guys are set for a hotel room. Oh, we're not coming. Uh, I said, you're kidding, right? Is this a joke? Like, 
I made it clear that I was slightly horrified. Um, but yeah, so she, not it's not like you to be subtle. Me? Who? Me? Yeah. Subtle? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so she she got it. I think. I, I think she got. I think she got it. But All right. okay. But I don't need. I'm not putting any eggs in your basket anymore. Understand? You don't get a basket. Yeah, that's kind of what get I my said. Eggs. Yeah, we're we're done here. I'm sure I won't be on any more friendly group texts anytime in the near future. But that's fine with me because they were triggering the shit out of me. Because I, every time I would get like a whole, oh, let's go to the beach together. That would be so fun. I felt like a big F you. Where have you been? Why do my sorority sisters, who I haven't talked to in 20 years, send me so much Italian food I could have fed three weddings, but I haven't heard dick from you? Why is that? Yeah, that is so bizarre. And could it be the John thing where they don't know what to do? Because there's like more than one of them and you'd think somebody could figure that well, shit whatever. out. Well, whatever. They didn't know what to do when they were born either. So why would they know what to do when she died? That's not the point. You know, they weren't my friends. I mean, they were, you know, oh my God, she's having a kid. Let's all talk about her, not be her friend do anymore. Do you think that a part of it is that we're disappointed in ourselves for being so wrong about those humans? I'm definitely upset about it because I feel like I wasted a lot of time and money. I loved you. I loved you. How could you? If, I would never and let a man that, do that to I me. I valued you as someone who I thought was valuing me, and I should have never, ever, ever, ever done that. I would never in my youth have let a man do that to me. How why did I let a woman oh, in to that point? Oh, no. No. <laughs> Many times, sadly. No. That's my MO. Please meet me. So that you can ignore me, shit on me, and then make me wonder what I did wrong. Don't worry. I'll clean it up. I got this. I'll clean it up. Don't worry. It's all good. No, it's bad. So I set it afloat. I put a message in a bottle. I sent it out, and I waved goodbye. Can I do that with my brother? No. I have more of a history. I am sad, but I'm better sad. Have you waved goodbye, or are you going to let her make it better? So what? I could be fooled again? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. No. So, Who, me? I mean, that's the thing is they make it better, but then you keep them at a distance regardless. So it's not better. It's just it's the facade of being better. Yeah, I don't need that. You you know, if I'm If not, you got cancer, would you want her to come and like take no, care of your I'm house good. and your kid? No. I'm good, bad. but I have this feeling that if I So that just happened. One of the lo- when we were in our old neighborhood, Ethan played baseball and one of the coaches um, for one of his teams, really nice guy. His wife was so lovely. They had four little boys. She just died of cancer. Um, mm-hmm. Leaving behind four little boys, the oldest of which maybe 13, 14, and then younger, younger, younger. A- and I mean, I was profound. I was, we weren't friends. We were like, hey, I have snacks. Do your kids need snacks? I have juice boxes. Do you-? Like it was, it was fun. Like it was so nice. I found out that a, a good friend, again, from the past, knew her their husbands were college roommates and they were best friends I just the, her life touched I feel like this friend that I sent a shirt to whom I sent a shirt she would be devastated if that happened to me she would she, I think she, I think it's it would be a very dramatic moment that she would then carry with her the rest of her life not because she disappointed and ruined a friendship but because this is her best friend and this happened to her best like it just I'm still tagged on Facebook by her I'm still but I don't get it like how do you not know I've never disappointed I 
I don't know. I, I, I was mad at myself for putting any eggs in that basket. And now I'm putting that basket afloat and I'm sending it out into the world. <sighs> what do you do about uh, social media? Do you just cut them off? Do you unfriend them? Um, I unfollowed. I didn't unfriend. I don't unfriend because then it pops up saying, oh, Melissa Freeman Brilliant is a, is a friend of yours or could be or see what. Yeah, yeah. suggested people. And I then they're gonna be like, right. "Whoa, and that I bitch unfriended that. me." Uh, and then yeah, it's a something, yeah, yeah. right? I I will say this though: there was a time, Melissa, where I was pretty salty at you because you kept inviting me to do shit last minute, and I thought, "Can she fucking think of me one day ahead of time for fucking <laughs> once? What the fuck?" Yeah, because it was now? always like it was. It would be like this. It would be like this, John. It would Dinner. be like. Crit and Cassie and Annie are all coming over at 10 tomorrow. Can you come? Or we're having dinner at 6 tonight with eight people that are in town who I've known about it for four weeks. Can you come? It's like, thanks for letting me be an afterthought, you bitch. And I got to tell you, that's Um, very surprising knowing Melissa because, you know, she's very. Actually, it's not. No. Now that I know how she operates. Really? I would say that she's a very, uh, she's a planner. And, you know, that that wouldn't be an afterthought unless it was an afterthought. She is a planner. It it's like, probably was an afterthought because she's not an organized planner. <laughs> no, I would think that she is. Yeah, she's so not. so I mean, I she's probably not. could break down each of those things for you, but um, <laughs> I I could end the podcast. She's but a lot go more ahead. ADHD than I ever knew. No, I'm I didn't physic- know that until we started this podcast that she had such a problem with it, but she does. Well, I don't have the hyperactivity; I just have the no. attention deficit. But yes. um. I am located centrally between several friends. Um, You're the hub. Well, I'm not asking you to make an excuse for it now. But nobody ever tells me what's happening. And it's just so easy to just drop your bags at my house because I have somebody who comes on Friday and cleans my house. So I don't feel like I need to scramble and go and do. So my house is pretty much... The way it is all the time. It's not clean. Right. It's not dirty. It's a pile here. And I have—I told you, I moved here for the school district, and I have space. I have just ridiculous space. So I—you want to come over? You want to stay over? You want? I have a room for you. You got your own bathroom. I got another room over here, which will soon be my office. I'm getting a desk hey, on hey. Thursday. Um, so I just—I've—I say yes a lot. So when I feel overwhelmed with too many things, I might def- definitely call Jessica and say, I think it's a cry for help. I think it's a, I need something to balance out the crazy that's landing upon me. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so, and, and for dinner. I think that also the last minute dinners are because someone else canceled on you. No, you know, <sighs> I don't make plans. You know, I don't, I don't use. You used be- to need a babysitter though. You don't now, but you did. Well, I don't, I don't make plans. And Stuart will say things like, do you want to go out with blah? And he'll name a couple. And I'll be like, am I not good enough for you anymore? Like, do you need other people Aww. at this meal? And he said, no, but see what Jessica and Scott are doing. And to be honest, it's always. Oh, so he's the one that's last minute. But it's, it's always, it's always Stuart because I, I don't want to go out. I, like, I don't want to see. see people. So that means I need to like fix some hair and I need to show lovely. some cleavage and I need to I mean I don't I have cleavage I don't have but cleavage. it used to hurt I mean I know I mean I'm married to somebody very sensitive who would see that you wanted to have dinner with us either that night or the next night and be like well somebody must have canceled on them tell them no <laughs> um yeah that's exactly like, what I would have said I would like to have dinner that's exactly I would like what to I would have said dinner too. With them. 
But until really? and, well, yeah, I, I. But because remember, you said we once had a conversation where would you rather? Would you rather? And it was somebody to cancel plans with you, and I was like, yes, cancel plans with me. Until my brother canceled yeah. plans with me, and I thought. Not this weekend. <laughs> Not this time. I really wanted to do this. Well, you um, drove yeah. all the way up there. You got a hotel room. I mean, there was plans made. It's she not like the, it's a yet. big Had difference. You? No, I didn't go to the Poconos yet. We put off going until the morning they were leaving. And oh. that morning she sent that text. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. So that's when I scrambled. And I said, and that's when I called Carrie. And I said, our friend, That's our friends different. in Connecticut, and I said, I don't know what, what are your plans this weekend. Carrie is never really a last minute thing for you, anyway. They always plan at least on some level to see you and when. Well, Carrie is always so busy that we get twelve minutes here, and Stuart buys five gallons of ice cream, and we line the kids up, <laughs> and everybody takes a spoon and digs in, and we just just eat and sit in a hotel lobby, and then we send them into a pool at the hotel wherever we're staying, and it's kids soup, and it's so loud and. Now we have kids that are lifeguards, so we don't even need to go in that yeah. room anymore. We don't have anything yeah, to do with just... the kids. Yes. Yeah. So, and Dina totally ragged on me and Marco Polo. She said, Oh, you're together. And uh, I see it. And we're like, Can you make it? <laughs> She's like, uh, It's the last minute. Uh, I'm like, Look. I'm not taking that for I. I What's went funny, last John, is that exactly that is exactly how Dina talks. <laughs> That's like the best Dina impression I've ever heard. Oh, she's um hi, it's, hi, it's Dina. Hi, um, I don't think I can come because it's so last minute. I'm like, I know, baby. I just wanted you to know we were thinking about you also, and this is just something Except we threw we together. Weren't. We were. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. We took uh, somebody posted a picture on Facebook. We used to take a lot of pictures and post them. Now we're like, let's just crawl into a big king size bed. Annie and I met in Mystic. We got a huge down, huge king size bed with a big down comforter. All this, you must know that by now. A big down comforter, and we crawled into bed and we sat there and talked about our husbands and our families for like thirty six hours, and then we got back in our cars and we left. It was so great, horrible. We slept. I took Ambien. It was awesome. I can't wait to get that drop. Butt things. What? I can't. You just made such a perfect drop. I can't wait to pull the audio to get it. What was it? I missed it. When she did the, I can't come. It's so last minute. I'm like, oh my God. The way you said that, it's going to be perfect out of context. I can't come. It's a little last minute. Oh, yeah. You're right. (laughs) I'll play it for you when we're done with this. You'll be like, oh, you were totally right. (laughs) Totally right. Yeah. What does that last t shirt say, John? I can't read it. Uh, Oh, I got it. (laughs) So the T-shirt I sent her said dope on it. And it was like it was it was a really cute T-shirt. It was something she said all the time when we were younger. And and or it was just really. And you just set it adrift on memory bliss. I did. I I, I released I released the anger. I released the resentment. Mm -hmm. I released and I just set it out there. Um, You are so evolved. Am I or am I totally no. a hermit now? <laughs> to leave no, you're totally not involved. I tried to put stamps on it enough so that I didn't even have to go to the post office, but my favorite breakfast place genius. is right next to the post office, so that worked out just fine. Genius, genius, genius. Hmm. Um, so do you have, is it family, friends? What about acquaintances? Like kid, like that kid who wronged your kid at school and like you had to go and complain about it? His parents, do you shun them now and, and do you hold a grudge there? Like does it blanket your life or... Can you set anything adrift? Is there a cure for you? Can you learn from me? Am I crazy? 
Don't answer that. For two years, I've been watching this kid push, hit, take food. Um, it's starting to be like he races my kid to me when I come to pick him up. And then if he doesn't get there first, he will hold my kid back and say, my mommy. And I'll have to push him away to get my own child who hasn't seen me in eight hours. And then yesterday. Wow, that's a big one. That's a controlling. Well, uh, yesterday he was just sitting nicely having a snack. And the dad was like, did you want to go over and say hi to your friend? And the kid came over and did this to his penis. Oh, that was a grabbing motion. It did like a like a, a grab and yank. A grab and tweak. A grab and yank. How yeah. is that? A, so how is I that even a thing? Didn't how even know what to thing? say because I was so shocked. And then the dad was like, "That's not a nice way to play. If you're going to play that way, then we have to go home." And I was like, "Not a nice way to play." I mean, in my head, I was just like, "Never, ever, ever, no, never, ever, no." Like, that's what you say to your kid who does that. See, back in the day, I just, I would just turn my kid loose on that kid. Like, in other words, if he does that, you give him a shot. You give him a shot. Let him, again, there has to be law and order. There has to be consequences for an act like that. I, I would, he's only three. I would rather Isaac tell Isaac if anyone ever does that to you, I want you to run and tell a grown up. You tell right away your teacher. But, but I mean, it happened right in front of me and right in front of the kid's parent. And so, and this kid, it's been two years of people complaining about this kid. So I just went to the administration and I was like, exactly how long do I have to wait until this is done? Like, what are the rules? What's happening now? Sounds What's, like that kid needs a one-on-one. It sounds like he's got enough issues They're that he requires. To um, yeah. do an observation. Yeah. I don't care what they observe. I want it to be done. I don't care what's observed. I don't care. Because they're potty training. And, and in a couple months, they're going to start changing for the pool. And if this has turned into crotch grabbing, no. Because you don't have any idea what kind of mental illness that could be triggering. Right. That Well, that's On impulse control. Kid. That's impulse control. That's, I mean, all of these things. That's. It sounds like he needs an It's aid. not impulse control, Melissa, because he does this. He does this whole, like, look at him, look at me. Think about it for a second, then do it. And oh. that's not impulse control. It's very premeditated. Mm. It's premeditated evil every single time. Yeah, it's tough. Well, that's another reason he'd need a one-on-one to sit with him and explain to him corrective behaviors. And why aren't his parents doing it? Well, it doesn't even matter. Honestly, it doesn't even matter. It's, I'm, and then the teachers are just like, "Well, that's not." odd for three-year-old behavior like the pushing and hitting and stuff i'm like right but it is because he's the only kid all the other kids are talking about when they go home and he's the only one doing it it's not don't tell me it's it's age appropriate when there's only one child doing it well that's not off for a three-year-old i'm like listen this ain't my first rodeo i've already had a kid get three kicked out of three daycares in two weeks i know how this works (laughs) me too my son that's how we found out he was autistic my son same That's with impressive. me. Three daycares in two weeks. And they were like, well, they must not have been very good takers. I'm like, no, he was a maniac. Mm-hmm. He was standing on furniture. He was throwing scissors. He was a menace to society. My kid clubbed another kid with a Tonka truck. And I, I saw it. I couldn't even get to him fast enough. <laughs> I think he threw a chair, my kid. <laughs> I think he just was like so out of control and wild. Mm, it's tough. It was horrible. So, I mean, but don't tell me what's age appropriate. I have three. I know what mentally disturbed children look like firsthand. 
and mine does not need to be with yours. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) He obviously needs something else that he's not getting. I don't want to wait anymore. My kid doesn't want to wait anymore. And how can I let other parents, how can you sit there and look at all the other parents and say, well, we're going to have a one-on-one and then we're going to observe him and then we're going to give them three strikes. It's been two years. They have a stack of incident reports like this. How many more do you need? Why do you need more at all? Right. They're a little too young for take a bow. Like when they're like nine, eight, nine, ten, there's always take a bow. That's like a rite of passage to friends do to friends. You know what take a bow is, don't you? No. No. When they bend over, you put your finger in their butt. You take your hand back, your hand, you bang them oh, in the ball sack. And they fold in half. Yes. And it's, it, yeah, wasn't a, it wasn't even a bang in the balls. It was a grab. A grab. Like a like you're picking an apple off a tree. And I think that lasts until your mid-20s, maybe early 30s. Oh, my God. And then God. I said, like, has that <laughs> happened to you before? And you said, yeah, he pulls my penis and, and he hurts me. <gasps> Yikes. And I'm not saying he's, like, all doing right. it all the time, but once is enough, people. Once is enough. And I mean, I hope you bleep out where he goes to school because I know I said the, the where earlier. Okay. And I don't really want to, you know, I don't want to put them under siege right now. Yeah. So everybody else parents like an idiot. I'm pretty confident I could say that. So true. What it, If it was mine, I, I mean, and it has been, you know, my son has done way less and gotten way more. At the dinosaur Shabbat the other night, he ran away from me and I was like, get over here. What are you doing? Don't do that. Like, I mean, come over here. Play nice. I'm like, don't run away from me. What are you doing? You have to put your kid with all these other kids who are raised like animals and, and, oh, and you're stuck. You're stuck unless you want to hire Laura to stay with him all day, every day. I don't want anyone to stay with him all day, every day. I like the fact that he has... He loves going there. He doesn't understand what's happening to him, and he won't for five years. Five years, he'll see that kid in a grocery store and be like, oh, my God, that kid used to terrorize me. And boop, just like that, he'll be different. But in five years, my question for you is, will he still be wearing a cape? Probably. Okay. I can't get him out of it. Do you know what I have to do to get him to not sleep in it so he doesn't strangle himself in his sleep? I have to, like, put it right next to him and fold it up a certain way. He's out of his mind. Put little gummy gummy worms on top of it. No and- gummies. No, he's done potty training. So he keeps saying, I'll go pee-pee for candy. And I'm like, no, you'll go pee-pee because you have to go pee-pee. That's over now. So wait, wait, wait. We're done potty training? He still wears a pull-up at night, but I don't think he needs it. That's different. That's different. He doesn't have nap time. morning? No, never. He goes to the bathroom first thing, just like a normal person would do. And he doesn't, uh, he's not wet at nap. He, I think he's just done. I know. It's pretty Yay. exciting stuff. It's exciting Yay. to not have. Meanwhile, we get our Amazon diapers on subscribe and save. And two more shipments have come <laughs> since we potty trained him. And I was like, Scott, turn it off. We have 100 <laughs> diapers here. The kids potty train. What are we going to do with these? Well, you're either going to donate them to the JCC. Or you're going to return them. That's a good idea. Or you're going to return them. Have you ever subscribed and saved from Amazon and then all of a sudden you look and in your closet is like eight families worth of toilet paper? No. That I've done I've done subscribe and save for dog food on Chewy. We do used to do cat litter. I do. I've done it with my vitamins and then I don't take vitamins every day. So when I, t- I do, yeah. um, do you know Vita Care? 5? Do you know what that is? Nope. No. But I thought you were using Care or something that sent the thing. 
they're um, gummies. So I like everything in the gummy form. So all of my vitamins, my probiotic, my vitamin C, my biotin, the omega whatevers, they all come in gummy form. And it has my name on the packet. It's a packet of daily. I open it and I pop in like six gummies. Here we go. We're back. (laughs) And we're back. And we're back. Sorry about that. Jessica kind of freaked us all out. And... Like, For no reason. Right. Thank goodness. Because that's what makes you nervous. I forgot where we left off, but John was just about to tell us about getting Walmart groceries. So normally what I do is, because I don't like grocery shopping, I used to go to ShopRite. They had this little app, and you could go on, and they would bring them to your house. Yeah, only $15, and it was it's it's lovely. And they've screwed their app up and their shop at home thing up so much that I couldn't I can't take it anymore. So... Someone told me that Walmart will do it. You just got to go to the place and get it. So I'm like, okay, I can do that. And it's free. There's no $15. So you go right, there. because you're picking it up. Right. So they, But they come out. So what happens is you go in, you do your whole thing, you click all your shopping. It's all on a cart. Boom. They tell you what time. You show up outside. There's an app on your phone. There's a grocery app on your phone. You tell them you're there. They wheel the groceries out. They put them in your car and off you go. La la la, and it's all so done. So it's like a drive-through. It's a drive-through. It's but I almost. thought you were being sarcastic that it was a disaster. What do you mean? No, not Walmart. Like, Shoprite went fantastic. No, no, it did go fantastic. It was great. So then you know, and then the other thing is because I'm a guy, and they still use plastic bags. A lot of people are going to paper now, but they still use plastic. So then you got to try to figure out if you can get every bag in your hand, so you can come up the steps with both bags, so you never have to go back again. So, like, you want to see Scott if you can carry used to do that 10 bags. And he weighed 400 like, I'd rather pounds. carry 10 bags and, and struggle up the steps than have to go up and down the steps two times. Right, because I'm pretty sure we talked about the fact that you should go back and forth to the car at least twice. Right. I, I mean, you're fighting exercise right now. You're doing so well, well but you're going to fight. I, I understand that, but what I'm saying is that it's almost a thing like it's a, it's a challenge. It's almost oh, like a, a game show challenge. How many bags you can carry upstairs? Now, I had I seven. do it, and I'm angry when I walk in, I too. do it the like, same oh. thing. I do it, too. So with I the could... can-cans? Yeah, with the can-cans. Yeah. Now, all mine is, is uh, mine's very boring. It's all boneless, skinless chicken breast and vegetables and stuff like that. So it's very, very boring. Sounds good to me. Yeah, it would be great. I, I hear what you're saying, and challenge accepted. I love that you're doing it. I do it, too. I even take the plastic ones, and I line them all the way up my arm until it's cutting off the circulation all the way up my arm. As, oh, as I never many did that. I, can. I do all and the I, things in I, my fingers. I'm a finger guy. I try guy. to get into the house. Well, I have to turn the knob to get in the garage. What so you I have the other to hand have, for? I have to have these three fingers, but it's going up both arms as I'm coming in. Family of four, one man. So I'm coming in. I'm coming in. I go to turn it. I get in. I close the door. But would it kill me to walk back outside, pick up some more back, bags, and go back out, go in, out, in, no, out? It really, no, exercise. again, it wouldn't. And it's not that big of a deal to go up and down the steps again. It really, it's not. But it's just a challenge to see how, if I can get up with one. I, I, looked at, I thought to myself, if I can't make this, I'll just drop a few, like halfway on the landing, and then go up the rest of the way and come back and get them. But I made it. I bet you more people than you realize are totally relating to what you're saying right now. Absolutely. We all, that. Yeah. I, we all do it. I do it, too. Mm-hmm. I do it. I do it too. One time, I challenged myself too much and spilled the milk on the driveway, and it exploded into a million pieces and spilled <laughs> an entire gallon of organic milk, seven dollar oh, fucking milk. I did that. I was so pissed. I took a brand new gallon of milk out of the refrigerator and I set it on the counter. I thought it was all the way on the counter. No! It was halfway on the it's counter. Worse than the house. It did one flip. It hit, and I had already taken the seal off of it. The lid blew off, and I couldn't believe how much milk came out of that little hole. 
by the time I got to it, it was I, I lost like three quarters of a gallon of milk. And the cursing and the language after that, because I had to do all that cleaning, mm. was horrible. Disgusting. Yeah, and it's sticky. Milk is sticky. Yes. It took forever it to get that sticky. up. It takes so long to clean that. And then you know shiz. what? There was a stench like two days later, like the little sour milk. Because you didn't get it all. You yeah. don't get it all because it goes everywhere. You don't. There's. It's probably places where I didn't even know it went. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. Stuart opened up the trunk today to take our bags out because of our two-day trip. And out falls a six-pack of beer. Uh-oh. Glass shatter. Oh, no. I, I think I still smell like beer, and I've washed my hands several times. I picked up glass. I did cut my finger, but I don't think there's anything in there. Um, so I'm picking up all these shattered glass pieces, and Mallory yells, Two of them didn't break. She was so excited. She's like, here, look. And she was like running around with beer. And now she reeks of beer. It's it's uh, almost as bad as spilled milk. Spilled beer. I don't know. What's worse? Beer smell or milk or rotten milk? Sour rotten milk. milk is way worse. Beer yeah. just smells like everybody I dated in college. Hey, John, do you um, observe Lent at all? No, I don't do any of that. Nope. Our friends gave up sweets and beer and all this stuff for Lent. And I... I find Boy, that they sad. they are so religious. You know I what I do? I find that sad. I give up giving up things for Lent. That's what I gave up. I want to go and I want to give them sweets and beer and play and, and be silly. And and they're just, they're just good people who have a tradition of doing something. And they do it every year. And, and I figure for Easter, maybe we'll send packages of sweets and not beer because we saw what happened with that today. But... Well, the thing to me is about religion is it's kind of funny. I mean, do you really think that God's up there saying, you know something? You didn't give anything up for Lent. And, you know, I'm going to hold that against you because I don't believe that happens. Does God hold grudges? Is that your question? Do I'm sorry is counting religion? Well, why is it that you have to give? I mean, I understand it's an offering and you're going to do this as an offering to him. But, again, it's just a way to fail or make yourself feel bad about yourself when you fall off the wagon. So why, it's like the same thing. It's like a religious, uh, what is the thing you do? A resolution. It's like a religious resolution that is supposed to last 40 days. And then you feel like, because you can't do it, you know, for 40 days. Then you feel like, a, and then you don't even know what, like, hold on, what's hold the on. ramification? 40 days? Yeah. Yeah, till Easter. Can you mm-hmm. imagine? You got where fat that's why there's Lent. that big basket with chocolate in it. And yeah. Can you imagine but, giving up candy for Lent? No wonder there's so much chocolate at Easter. Well, the funny thing right. is that you have Fat Tuesday oh. where everybody goes out and posts a party, and then you have Ash Wednesday. And then I was watching a news report the other day, and the lady who was behind the, the, uh, the anchor woman had the ashes still on her head. And I'm like, I can't believe Yeah, they all do that. I yeah, can't believe that. that they're actually on TV with the ashes still on their head. It cracks me up. A lot of people do that. See, I gave up that whole Catholic religion ashes on the head thing. I mean, I'm a Christian, but I'm not Catholic because, I don't know, it's just too much. Too much shenanigans. Well, no, it's instead of being a, a religion of happiness and forgiveness, it just seems like it's a religion of punishment and pain. Rules and, and regulations. Yeah, rules and regulations. I'm like, like, like All not. of those yeah. things. Yeah. Lighten up. Remember, Old I went to Catholic time, school until fifth grade, and they basically beat this belief of God out of me. Be kind, do good, show love. There really? you go. If you're not teaching that. Right. Exactly. I can't really. And then I went to a church, uh, I was 50 years old, and they're playing music, and they're dancing, and they're singing, and I'm like, hey, this is a party. I can get behind this. This is and fun. what kind of church was that? 
It was a Christian church. I think it's Methodist. Now you go every Sunday? No. But <laughs> uh, no, you look like you Ooh. swallowed eight pills. Yeah, like, so, yeah. I think you can get a drop no. for yourself on that one. Uh, who me? Well, before when I who, used to go, me? I was dating somebody. We went together. It's very. It's okay. Church, the movie theater, and a diner are three places I don't go alone. Really, I would love to go to the diners alone because I would love to go to the movies alone in New Jersey. Oh, and the movies alone. What a treat! Oh my god, yeah. no one to. I guess maybe, maybe I should challenge myself to try to go to a movie by myself. Like I could yeah, go I'll during go the you. day. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll go and we'll go into different theaters. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with you. It'll be great. You know what? Remember like you would go to a ride and if it took yeah. two people, you had to stand to the side if you were a single and you would, they would pair you with somebody. Maybe singles should yes. go to the movies, stand to the side, and they pair you with another person so you have a plus person to share popcorn with. Yeah, I don't need to share my that popcorn, but I do need someone to talk to. for dating. That would, be, that would be a good thing for like dating, like a singles dating night is like go to the movies and everyone pair off and share popcorn with one another. And you never know. You may share popcorn with somebody you want to share popcorn with again. See, now I'm starting to see glitches on my computer. Like, there's glitches going across the screen. Like, it's shorting. All right. So and it's still what, on 4%, and I don't know why. What are you going to do about this, young lady? Well, what we're going to do I first is end our, we're going to first, we're going to end our podcast and thank our well, listeners Well, it's been like that the whole time. Okay. Thanks for listening, yutzes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Take your grudges and take all of the wrongs you've been wrong. Take this and, job and shove it. Set it free. Set yourself free from all the anger. Set There's me nothing free, you can what don't Well, wait a minute. Let's, let's find out from the audience. If I started another comedy free. podcast, would you guys be angry with me? Why would, free, we, free. why would we care if you were cheating on us with someone else? Why would we care? No, just kidding. I don't know. So wait a minute. Before you say that, but why don't we ask the audience, is there a grudge that you're still holding and what is it like yes. you could be anonymous and tell you can tell us. us yeah you can go to instagram at uh brilliant listen brilliant at listen brilliant you can also go yeah. to the twitter at listen brilliant and it's also facebook and what's facebook because i get that one i don't remember brilliant observation i think it's it's either listen brilliant or brilliant observations yeah and then our website is brilliantobservations.com. Right. And you can always email your response to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. There you go. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love having you join us. We love that you listen. We know that you're listening because we count the stats. Some of us religiously. <laughs> Some of us don't care. I care. Some of us care a little more than others. But either way, thank you so much for listening and joining Thanks, us. Guys. If you like the show, it wouldn't hurt any of us. It might even save us from Melissa if you could just send us an email and tell us. Thank you. Yay. Uh, and we will see you next time. Love Bye, guys. you guys. Bye. Bye.